week. This is Humboldt Last Week. I'm Miles Cochran. I created this thing for you so you can catch up on your surroundings on the go. Humboldt Last Week is seven days of news when you want it, available while you drive, while you exercise, on a walk, when you're getting stuff done, anytime. Please do connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for subscribing on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thanks for sharing. Still really trying to get the word out about this, so anything helps. Support this week comes from Los Bagels. Since 1984, Los Bagels has been pleasing the world's taste buds with boiled and baked organic bagels, cucumber and bacon scram, whatever your flavor, they have it for you. Or ship bagels to yourself or friends at LosBagels.com. Been loving their honey walnut cream cheese. It's so good. Additional support this week comes from Brick and Fire Bistro, casually comfortable and locally inventive cuisine on F Street in Eureka, where people who love food serve the food they love. Have you ever had their wild mushroom cobbler? So good. They've got a table by the fire waiting for you. You can make a reservation by calling Brick and Fire at 268-8959. Let's jump in. The witness of an alleged murder in Manila surprisingly said the shooter was a different person than she originally identified. Five people are looking at murder and kidnapping charges related to this reported ambush along the road in the middle of the night. It's said they possibly tricked the 20-year-old victim into heading out there for a beatdown that escalated to him being shot dead. Arrest documents suggest the motive for the killing was revenge for the alleged rape of the daughter of two of the suspects. That allegation was being investigated, but never legally proven. Originally, this witness said the shooter was the father. Now she's saying is one of the other guys. According to the union, she was asked if her memory was better now or three months ago. I can remember more now, she said. We're going to have to pay a little more for the zoo in Eureka. Ten bucks for adults, six bucks for kids. The new prices are expected to go into effect over the summer. They're hoping to make more money for upgrades and new exhibits, including one with coyotes, black bears, and cougars. Last I saw, over two-thirds of people that voted in Channel 3's poll said they will not visit the zoo anymore after the fee increase. Wow. I'll still go. feel like we're lucky to have a zoo. A guy who played football for Eureka High School was signed by the Atlanta Falcons, the team that almost just won the Super Bowl. Soma Vanuku is a fullback who went to USC. He spent a little bit of time with the Houston Texans last preseason. Loco pointed to the Falcons blog that said he's being brought in to compete for the starting spot. Soma played under the Falcons' new offensive coordinator at USC, so that could help. Fingers crossed he joins fellow Eureka logger Ray Maluga as a starter in the NFL. I saw Kim Kemp wrote a post about how Ray was released by the Cincinnati Bengals. They are transitioning into a younger group of linebackers. I'm sure he'll end up on another team if he wants to and will help them out. HSU students have to pay 270 bucks more every year. According to the San Francisco Examiner, this is the first time the CSU system has raised tuition since 2011. The board that voted this in said they need the extra money to keep graduation rates high, and the decision was not taken lightly. When it comes to commercial pot, Fortuna said, how about not? The city council plans to ban weed businesses and outdoor grows. They even want renters to get permission from landlords for growing weed for personal use. I saw in the Times Standard almost all public commenters agreed with this. On the paper's Facebook post, one of the top comments came from Ryan McKenna, who wrote, Fortuna will miss out on jobs and tax revenue regardless of opinion. I saw on Channel 3, AT&T union workers were striking instead of fixing a local fiber optic line because they believe their techs are doing work that they feel merits higher pay. The LA Times reported an estimated 17,000 union members were a part of that strike in California and Nevada. 
After a three-month-long investigation, county police busted some people from Bakersfield in southern Humboldt with a couple pounds of meth. They also did a drug bust at a Fortuna motel where one of the people apparently had their nine-year-old kid with them. So dumb. KIEM covered a Craigslist post over in Reading, encouraging homeless people from there to come on over here. There was info on how to get to Eureka and the resources available to the homeless there. Eureka and Humboldt officials were able to remove the post, calling it irresponsible. Eureka Police Chief Andy Mills wrote a piece wondering if his own judgment could be tainted by bias. He says maybe, even if it's not intentional. The post goes into an anecdote about unintended racial profiling, how profiling can hurt us whether it's intended or not, and how he and his department can always do better. Quote, we must change and systems must change. I'll post a link to the full piece. The Ferndale High School basketball team got a shout-out from ESPN on Twitter. The Lady Wildcats put out a hype video using a Fitz and the Tantrum song. KHSU's Eric Black had the story. I'll post a link at HumboldtLastWeek.com. I noticed on Redheaded Black Belt, the cops in Eureka are trying to keep people that repeatedly steal stuff from businesses in jail longer. Their new procedures will hopefully be a good deterrent. Data from Reuters indicates the lead poisoning rate for kids in Eureka is higher than it is in Flint, Michigan. The county told Loco nearly every case they've seen involves lead-based paint in the child's home. They advise to test kids at age one because that's when children start exploring, especially if you live in an older place with peeling or fading paint. The Lumberjack reported an Iranian student is thinking about suing College of the Redwoods for racial profiling. He arrived for the semester a week late and was not able to sign up for enough classes to merit being an international student. A lawsuit is one of the options that could allow him to remain a student here in Humboldt. Here's an update on this one. The Eureka Police Department put on a gun buyback program where people could anonymously trade in any registered or unregistered guns for prepaid gift cards. I saw on Channel 3 they got 25 guns out of the community. In an attempt to save jobs in the community, the Samoa Pulp Mill is hosting businesses there that have set up shop illegally. These businesses are not coastal dependent, and they have to be to be there. Basically, instead of waiting for zoning laws to change, they're ignoring them. The Humboldt Bay Harbor District said they're doing this as they see the marijuana industry paying higher rent and displacing businesses in prime locations. They're hoping this fall the Coastal Commission will change the zoning laws so these businesses can be at the mill legally. The Times Standard and North Coast News did some good coverage on that. According to Loco, a woman from Ferndale celebrated her 101st birthday. Rose Ambrosini was one of the first women to study business at HSU. Happy birthday to her. A couple people were arrested after breaking in through the roof at Fortuna High School. The cops in Fortuna said these two had meth, heroin, and stolen property. Well, it was the location of the local beer bar in Eureka for five years before the change. The spot near Domino's recently hosted the opening of another tap room for Humboldt Cider Company. Looks nice in there with some taps, a whole bunch of fruity choices, and some really artistically done logo branding and artwork. Might have to go get some insider info on that one. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. Last week, I was talking about how somebody dropped a puppy off the Samoa Bridge. I mean, it was a roller coaster of events. A fishing crew rescued this poor girl, and she was adopted by one of the fishers. And, of course, I think they're still looking for the guy that dropped the puppy. What a piece of junk. After that, I decided to reach out to a local veterinarian, Dr. Susan Burden from the Sunnybrae Animal Clinic, about her advice for adopting a dog that's been through a trauma like that. 
First off, she said it's important to remember dogs are amazingly adaptable, resilient, and forgiving creatures. Quote, certainly the dog's health status should always be determined by a veterinarian and any injuries or other medical conditions properly treated. People want to know, what is this trauma going to do to my dog? Will my dog be fearful or anxious because of what's happened to him? The good thing to know is that dogs primarily live in the moment, unlike us humans who constantly relive our past and worry about the future, so it's best to not forever label any dog as a victim. Yes, absolutely, dogs can develop negative associations from traumatic experiences which lead to fearful or anxious behaviors. You need to be aware of this and immediately address any behavioral issues that should happen. Seek the help of your veterinarian or animal behaviorist if needed, but if you forever feel bad for that dog, the dog will feel it too. Dogs pick up on nonverbal communication really well. Remember that. So just provide the obvious food, water, and shelter with lots of positive reinforcement like belly rubs, playtime, chew toys, and treats to reward good behavior. So again, that's Dr. Susan Burden of the Sunny Bray Animal Clinic. Thank you so much to her for that. If you head over to HumboldtLastWeek.com right now, I've posted a whole bunch of links to places where you can adopt dogs in Humboldt County, Humboldt County Animal Shelter, Sequoia Humane Society, Miranda's Rescue, Humboldt Craigslist, Greater Rural Rescue Society, the Companion Animal Foundation. If you feel like saving a dog, now is the time. As you know, there are too many pups locally that need loving homes. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you listening. If you like this, please do share on Facebook and Twitter. Talk to your friends about it. Spread the word. Thank you so much to Los Bagels and Brick and Fire Bistro for sponsoring this episode. And I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Bye. Humble. Last week.